Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hola y bienvenidos a otro episodio del podcast Mámame los huevos, chupa mi verga y uh, more verga. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Today's episode is going to be ran a little different because Allie, my producer's in the room with me. Say hello. Hi. I don't know if they can hear you. I think they can. Okay. Probably can. I had an idea that sometimes I think and say things that I don't necessarily, I'm not able to, to check. So I told Allie, I said, why don't you, actually, I think it was your idea. What? It could have been Allie's idea. Maybe. I think so. I'm going to give you credit. It was Allie's idea. She said, why don't I sit in on some of your episodes just so, just so she can, if I, if I say something, if I do something, I have somebody else in the room with me, uh, you know, maybe telling me, hey, you know, don't do this. Don't say that. And also, if I do say something, which I, I guess I said, there are no 3D glasses for the Spider-Man ride last week. There is, apparently, and I totally forgot. So, uh, oops, my bad. Thank you to the producer. Also, I want to apologize once again. Last week, the show, the audio, and the video were delayed. That was my fault. Allie started working. I think I said it on, the, on my Instagram. Allie started working again, which is stupid. I mean, she picked this free... This job that she does for me, which is being the producer, pays her nothing at all. She does it out of the kindness of her heart. She chose a paying job to go to. She picked that over this. How stupid, right? So dumb, <laughs> dumb. She should have told our flight attendant job, hey, listen, Jesse has this show now, which he's making no money off of. I'm going to stick with that because that makes sense, right? Right. That would make more sense. Um, <laughs> we're trying to navigate her going back to work with the show. And I mean, from here on out, it should run smoothly. But you guys know how the show runs. Uh, it's kind of half-assy. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing most of the time, you know? So, eh, whatever. Oh, let's let's do the follow me on. Hey, guys, follow me on Instagram at the jesus show nto you can find me on facebook the jesus show not that one hell yeah i should know by now right i should know by now tiktok the jesus show not that one and youtube the jesus show nto or not that one you can type either one and it should come up ali is uh, nice enough to put the in the description of the show, on the audio and the video, she puts all my stuff on there. And if you go to my Instagram, you can click the link and it'll pop up. It'll uh, direct you to my different social media stuff and it will direct you to the YouTube channel. And that's it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, again, tell everybody. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Don't tell the people you don't like. Or no, you know what? Look, tell the people you don't like 
about the show, tell me about them and I'll talk shit about them. And you, and you don't have to, cause I can make it like, I can go, Oh, I, there's this uh, person that somebody told me about. And then they can hear themselves being berated by me and not by you. And if they go, Hey, you know, that show you told me about me. Yeah. That guy was talking shit about me. And then you can go, oh, I don't, I don't even know. I, 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 I don't know. Yo no sé qué está pasando. That's easy. All right. I want to show this off real quick because I got this very nice Cruz Azul official jersey worn by Mr. Pablo Aguilar. This was one of the jerseys he wore, I believe, in the CONCACAF uh, tournament of clubs or something. What? I don't even know what the tournament's called. Anyways. So this past weekend, I went to... It just says CONCACAF. Love for our game. Uh, this past weekend, I went to Mexico City. And I got to see Pablo, my friend, win the championship with Cruz Azul. So before I left, I asked him... I, I I have this thing where I want, I usually ask my friends if they could, you know, I tell them, hey, is there a way you can give me, get me, um, not give me, I don't say, hey, give me. Sorry, there was something in the camera. I ask them for official jerseys. Usually I try to tell them, hey, the ones that, you know, you guys wear on the field, like, just let me know, like, if you guys, if you can get your equipment guy to get all the patches and stuff on it you know i'll pay for it i don't i don't care um so again that's another thing i'm very fortunate about because not most not many people have that luxury um like the the jerseys aj got me he got me his home and away new england revolution jerseys and he even got the equipment guy to put um the luca knows heart symbol on the other side of the team patch. That's how AJ wears his jerseys. And I've, I mean, that just, I was like, fuck yeah, man, that's, that's dope. And then this one, I asked Pablo before I left his house. I was like, hey man, uh, like I feel weird asking my friends for shit. I don't, I, ju I just do like, cause I don't want them to think that I'm their friend just because they are who they are. And I don't want them to think that I'm only around to get stuff out of them. Uh, and I, I know I've had conversations with my friends before. I know they know that that's not the kind of person I am. But I, I, I just, I feel awkward. I feel weird asking them for stuff. And one of my friends, Ernesto, when we were out there, I was out there with Jonah and, and Ernesto. And he goes, hey, man, if you don't ask you'll 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 never know like he could say yes he could say no and i went yeah i guess so i just asked him i said hey pablo uh do you have a, a one of your jerseys from this past season that you wouldn't mind gifting me I, I really appreciate it if you can if you can't it's cool right away boom he pulls this one out and i was like whoa dude thank you very very much uh so now i have an official pablo aguilar uh cementeros jersey this one has the eight stars. They just won their ninth championship as a club. So the next jersey I'll get will have the nine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang this up. 
Oh, I'm going to have Ali hang it up for me, please. Over and back. So he's, his jersey's with me for the rest of the podcast. Please, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, with his uh, number out. Thank you. No, no, no. Sure. Oh, that's right, because Allie wasn't wearing bottoms earlier, and she put pants on. Thank God. Okay, cool. There you go. There's Pablo. Hey. Can you see it? Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, this weekend, I went to go see Pablo, and it was, it was a great, 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 great experience. When they won, I, I don't even remember who they, who they beat to move into the final. But the day they won, after the game, I text Jonah. He's been on the show before. You guys uh, should know who he is by now. I texted Jonah. I said, hey, are we going to go to the game? And he texted me back almost immediately. He said, duh, of course. So, you know, I asked for a ticket because... I knew they were going to have some sort of restrictions with the capacity because of COVID. And he said, yeah, man, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk to Pablo. And then within, you know, the next day he's like, yeah, Pablo said, you know, you're set to go. I booked my flight. I told Ali, I said, hey, just to let you know, uh, I'm going to go watch him. And, you know, I think you, what, you threw things at me, right? You threw a pot, you threw a pan. What else? I broke a bottle over your head. She broke a bottle over my head, yeah. And you said, chinga tu madre or something? Said, Fuck your mom. Yeah. And I said, don't you, come back. She did say it in Spanish, though. I did. You said, chinga. Well, the way you said it was, she goes, changa to madres. Uh-huh. And then. Vamos, don't come back. Vamos, don't come back. <laughs> which I don't know what that means. But it was it was cute when she said it. She was, she was very angry. Uh, and I went. And then I, you know, obviously being the good boyfriend that I am, I said, okay, so that means I can go. This is great. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so I left. Uh, I left Saturday morning and, oh yeah, that's another subject I want to touch on. Yeah. So I left. Sorry. <laughs> I should be focusing on you guys, not on Allie, who's in the room. Uh, yeah, so I left on Saturday, and I was, getting, I was getting nervous because the last time I went to Mexico City for a final, it was America versus Cruz Azul. And Pablo was on Cruz Azul at the time as well. And we had Bruno and Cecilio who played for, played for, uh, Bruno's still there, but Cecilio's not, he plays for Austin now. Cecilio was uh, on, on America. So it's one of those things where you have friends on both teams and we knew one of our friends wasn't gonna win. That was, we knew that already going into the game. But I don't necessarily, I didn't, I don't know, at that time I, di- I wasn't, like, oh, I want America win. Uh, I want America to win. Oh, I want Cruz Azul to win. I just, I wanted bo- all of our friends to have good games. And obviously, I wanted everybody to win, but I know that that wasn't a realistic dream or goal. I knew somebody had to lose. 
And unfortunately, Pablo and Cruz Azul lost. So this time I just kept thinking, fuck, man, I really want him to win. I was nervous. They had already won. So the way the final in Mexico works is it's two games and it's an aggregate. They played, I believe, Thursday and Cruz Azul won 1-0 away at Santos. So already they're, they're coming into the game on top, right? And there's this term that Jonah shared with me. I think it was the first episode of the podcast. And he said, because we talked about how Cruz Azul last, I think last year, last season, the last tournament, they were up 4-0 going away to Pumas. And all they, I mean, all they had to do was they could have just parked the bus, defend the whole game. Even if they would have given up one, two, three goals, they still would have made it to the final. Well, they gave up four goals. So on aggregate, it was 4-4. But because Pumas was a higher seed, they moved on. And Jonah said, oh, fuck, what was the term? Cruz Azul. Let me try this again. Cruz Azul. I'm fucking up that word. Bat. Uh, yeah, you're my Google person. Cruz Azuliar, I think that's how it is. Meaning that Cruz Azul fucks it up every time. So that kept going through my mind. So I'm at the airport in San Francisco. I'm waiting for my flight to Mexico City. Finally, I'm on the flight to Mexico City. And I'm going. And the whole time I'm just thinking, fuck, man. I, you know, I hope they win. I hope they win. I hope they win. And then when we started landing in Mexico City, I felt this kind of this calm, this, okay, we touched down. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it's, everything's fine. Everything's going to be good. And then I meet up with Jonah and Ernesto. We went to, fuck, what was it called? I don't know, some, some, some restaurant. It was really cool. I, I hadn't seen Ernesto in a couple years. So it was really cool to see him. I hadn't seen Jonah in a couple months. And, you know, we start, you know, talking. We start having some carajillos. Which, if you've never had a carajillo, they're delicious. Están muy fabuloso. Carajillo. Thank you for sponsoring this portion of El Cho. No, not, no, not really. That'd be kind of dope if they if they did if I got a. If they did a carajillo, it's just a drink. Well, I know a carajillo is just a drink. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, it'd be have to, it'd have to be liquor forty three or an espresso company Ooh. or an espresso company and liquor forty three both coming together. That would be dope. Anyways, if you guys have never had a carajillo, have it. It's liquor forty three. I think it's what a shot and a half, two shots, shot. seven shots. It's a shot, let's call it a shot of liquor 43, a shot of espresso. They shake it and they, oh, what's the term? Shakeado? No. Chaqueteado. If you don't know what that means, uh, look it up. Chaqueteado. Muy chaqueteado. Well, it means uh, like jerk off. Yeah. I learned that in Mexico City. Thank you, Jonah and Ernesto. 
so they they shake it, they pour it over ice, and you just and listen, I hate fucking coffee. Okay, I hate coffee. I hate the smell. I hate the taste. Uh, there's times where Allie is drinking it and she's like, give me a kiss. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Relax. Cause you got some coffee breath. But a carajillo is fucking amazing. And every time I have them, I'll have what? Maybe like 12 or 13, maybe 14. I have a lot of them. And surprisingly, I think to myself, how am I not wasted right now? But I, I mean, I get buzzed, but I don't get, I don't get fucked up. Oh man! But they are, ay, carajillos, están, eh, es lo máximo. Yeah. So Saturday night, we uh, we go out to eat, we have a couple drinks, we chill, and then Sunday comes around, and I start. That's when I started getting nervous. Jonah, Jonah and I went to go see Pablo before the game and you know everything's everything's chill everything's calm went to go get some tacos you know it was it was like a normal day and then not until it was time to go to the stadium did I start getting nervous and you know again I I, I just I just want my I I just want my friend to do well. I want them to to perform well on the field and have success. We start going and I think I think I shared some of the videos on my Instagram. You know, we see the bus and you know, we start driving up to the stadium and the tickets Pablo got us were were really really good. We were one of the corners what south or north east corner uh that's where we were sitting we had some really good seats we had you know we were able to see all the field everything was nice the game starts and now we're now we're locked in you know i'm just i'm watching it there was a guy who was su supporting santos next to us that was fucking annoying and it was Ernesto Jonah and then myself so I'm furthest away so I mean I really don't I didn't and it, the guy wasn't too loud and I didn't really notice him until I kind of just like looked over and the first fuck I want to say the first 20 minutes Santos was taking it to Cruz Azul they just they 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 were playing very well, Santos was. And then can you check can you check uh the score of Santos and Cruz Azul? I just want to see when the goal came. Because I can't remember the exact minute. I mean not that it matters, but for the sake of the story. You know, the game's going. You know, the, there's one shot, there's another shot. Cruz Azul is kind of, eh, they're doing all right, but not really. And for, for a moment, I thought, okay, shit. Santos is, I felt Santos is going to score for sure. So that would mean it would be 1-1 one, one aggregate, and Cruz Azul would have to score 
If not, they'd go on a penalty. Because I believe in the final, it doesn't matter where your seating's at or where you're seated at the end of the season. If it ends on a tie, you go into extra time and then penalty kicks. What minute was Santos' goal? 37. 37th minute? Yeah, you know, the game's going boom, 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 and then in the 37th minute, Santos scores. And it was, it was a good goal. But from, from my vantage point, looking at it, it didn't look like anybody was stepping and putting pressure on, on the guy. So he just had free range to shoot. He shot it, he curled it in. The moment it went in, I thought, fuck. And the guy next to us, Starts yelling because, you know, he, he's supporting the team. That makes sense. He's happy for his team. But Ernesto gets up. And he sits over here on this side. And he goes, I can't fucking stand that guy anymore. Well, yeah, makes sense. And Cruz Azul did have a couple, a couple uh, good chances to score in the first half. I believe Juan, one of their defenders for Cruz Azul, he was up on a cross or on a um, on a corner kick, and he he got some. He got he he got his head on it, but the goalie you know the goalie blocked it. Uh, it was unfortunate that he didn't you know get it into one of the corners, uh, low and away from the keeper, but that was good. So you know goes in, halftime one zero, and you know now I'm just thinking fuck now they have to come back. And then me and Jonah and Ernesto start talking and, you know, we're talking about who we believe should be subbed out, who's not playing well. And then comes the start of the second half and a couple of those players that we said we would sub out, they, they got subbed out. So they got some fresh legs on for the second half and within the, the, just the start of the second half, Cruz Azul looked super, like a whole lot better than they did in the first half. And then when did Cruz Azul score their goal? 51. 51st minute. So, you know, they're, they're, they're pushing, they're pushing. And then I believe it was, I think his name is Yoshimar. He passed it to the guy who scored. He gave a, a great assist. And the guy, who's, who's the guy that scored? Uh, Jay Rodriguez. Yeah, that guy. I, I saw him later on that night. Uh, I mean, I know he's on the team, but I, I really don't know who he is. Anyways, he scores, and before they scored, it started raining a little bit, so we... The three of us, we got up, uh, Ernesto, Joan, and myself, we got up and we were standing at the, there's a, uh, these chairs, you know, the chairs and the stands, and we can see above them, but we're under the roof enough that we're not getting rained on. So now we're watching the game through, through like there, we're not in our actual seats. And they score, and you know, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. And when they start coming toward, because they were now shooting where we were. So the goal happened in the first half where we were sitting. 
So we got to see the Santos goal, and fuck, we don't want to see that. So then now the second half, now Cruz Azul is attacking the goal that we're closest to. So they start running, and I start the moment uh, Yoshimar passed the ball, I saw that the guy was open, and he was coming onto it. And I start, I start jumping. Like, I'm holding on to the chairs, and I start jumping because I'm just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And he shoots the ball, and I stop, and the ball goes in, and everybody erupts. <sighs> and we start going crazy. I'm jumping up and down. Uh, you know, me and Jonah are giving each other high fives. Me and Ernest are high five and just and then i look over and i think oh shit are they gonna call off sides so then i'm like i'm trying to be the hey 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 guys relax, relax, relax. don't celebrate too early they might call off side so the ref the refing crew checks it out and the goal stands after that everything Everything was 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 looking good for for Cruz Azul. They were they were defending better. They were attacking a lot better. Everything was going great. I don't know if I would say everything was going great. Everything was going their way at that point. And then towards the end of the game, there was a fight that ensued. Did I tell you that? Yeah. There was a fight that ensued. Actually, you know what? Let me take a quick break. And we're back. Thank you to Carajillos for sponsoring this portion of the show. Thank you, Carajillo. Keeping you up all night for whatever you need. Carajillos es lo máximo. Okay, back to the story. Maybe it was the 80th minute, 85th minute. I don't remember what minute it was that the fight happened. All of a sudden, there's a fight. One guy pushes another guy, you know, now putazos and more putazos and more putazos. And I, initially, I wasn't, I'm not one to take my phone out and start recording things. But I thought, oh, okay, cool, let me, let me see what happens. So I'm, I'm, so I'm recording, right? So I'm like this. But I'm not looking at what's going on here to see if I, I see it. I'm looking here. Right. So when I looked at the video light, later, I was kind of like drifting off. I kept having to, oh, I guess, I guess I should pay attention. So the fight happens. And then I think they added like five minutes of extra time. And, and then the whistle blows and the game's over. And it was just like at that point, I was so happy. So I was like, fuck yeah. Not only did Pablo just win the championship, the team won. And I think it had been 23 years that Cruz Azul had won a championship. So that was, I mean, there was people around us. They're, you know, they're crying. They're, you know, just overjoyed. And I thought, man, that's really cool that, you know, again, I'm very fortunate to be in the position that I am to be able to experience that moment. Later on, I find out that the coach for Cruz Azul 
won the last championship with Cruz Azul as a player in 97. And then now as a coach, he brought a championship back to the city or back to the team. So it's been 23 years, which I thought was amazing. And then the, the, the team before, I think, went like 75 years without a championship. And the coach brought them a championship. And then the team before that, I think, had waited, waited over 100 years. I think 103 years was the number that I saw last. And he won them a championship. So this, this coach is, he's legit. Um, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I don't know, maybe a, a repeat. They repeat again as champions. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. But, you know, obviously we'll have to see till, uh, or see what happens this coming season. So they win. Everybody's super excited. And then after the game, we got to go to Pablo's house. And we got to spend some time with him because he was leaving. He was leaving on a trip that night. So we were there with him for a couple hours, you know, just, you know, we're talking about the game. And he's telling us, he's telling us about, we asked him, we go, hey, what happened with the fight? And, you know, it's like, oh, you know, whatever happened. And what I'm about to tell you is public public knowledge because you can see it on the video. So I'm not telling you something that I'm not telling you any inside information. He tells us, oh, yeah, did you see I had a guy in a headlock? <laughs> and we were like, no. And he goes, yeah, man, this guy. Um you know, from the other team, uh, I had him in a headlock. And we started laughing because we're like, whoa, really? And sure enough, I looked up some of the highlights from the game, and you can see Pablo, and he has one of the guys in a headlock. And I was like, oh, shit. That was hilarious. I for sure thought he would have gotten thrown out for that. But, you know, thankfully he didn't. And I think there's plenty of time that, that has passed since that incident and now that nothing would happen. Yeah. And even that, I, nobody from the Liga MX is listening to this shit, so it doesn't matter. So Pablo, you know, Pablo's getting ready for his trip. He's about to leave. And he tells us, uh, oh, yeah, the guys are partying over at the hotel. If you guys want to go and we're like, no, it's cool. Like, you're not going to be there. So like, we want to, you know, we just wanted to hang out with him. And he goes, no, 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 no. How about you guys go? You know, I'll call somebody and I'll, and I'll, and I'll get you guys in, uh, you know, on, on my behalf. Like, all right. And by this time it's like 3 AM and we show up and we, you know, they're like, oh yeah, you guys are here. Come on in. So we go to the, you know, we're in the party and, you know, you see, you know, you see all the players, you see this guy, you see that guy, We're like, oh shit. And, you know, we start having a couple drinks, we start hanging out and I'm not one, I'm usually not one to take pictures with anybody because I'm just, that's not my first reaction, right? Is that a good word? My first reaction, my first inclination. Like you're not 
yeah, I don't care about that. I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't think to myself, oh, I need to take a picture. But I thought, oh, this would be kind of cool to take a couple pictures with some of these guys. So I got a picture with Gata and Gata's uh, one of the defenders for, for Cruz Azul. I met him through Pablo. Uh, and then his friend Larry, Larry, I think Larry Hernandez, the Mexican singer guy. He's really cool. I've met him a couple times. So I got a picture with them. I got a picture with the guy who assisted with the game-winning goal, Yoshitun. He was really cool. I got a picture with the goalie, Corona. And was that it? I think that's all I took a picture with. Because I, really, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to take a picture with everybody. I was more like, hey, let's all talk and, you know, have have a good time, dance, have a couple drinks. So then the party ended, I want to say around five. They're like, hey, party's over. And then Jonah was like, hey, we're going to go to uh, to somebody's house to keep the party going. I said, okay, cool. And there was this there was this kid. I've met him before. But I don't, I don't remember his name. He's a really, really cool kid. He looks super young, but I think, I think he's 23, 24. So we said, we're going to go to, to, I thought we were going to his house. So we're like, oh, we're going to go, you know, to the after party, whatever. And it didn't, it just, it sounded like it was going to be just something real chill. And it was, it wasn't like this extravagant party or anything like that so i leave with ernesto and you know we follow them and we get to the you know we get to the house and we walk in and it turns out to be the goalie's house corona's house really nice house we walk in and i'm kind of looking around and i thought like oh shit wait whose house is this not that it mattered but then that's when I figured out we were at Corona's house. And, you know, he comes over with some with some Michelobes and some Michelob Ultras. And he's like, here, uh, you know, enjoy. So he was he was very nice, very hospitable. We stayed there for a while. And I remember it was about 7, maybe about 7.30. And me and Jonah just like looking at each other. And we're kind of like our eyes are kind of closing. Like, man. We're like pointing to the sky. We're telling Ernesto, we're like, hey, man, the sun's coming out. And Ernesto's like, yeah, man, fuck it. I'm like, man, that's like, let's go. We're tired. So we ended up leaving. Uh, and it was, it was just cool because, you know, the night starts off with, I don't know what's going to happen. Then it turns into, oh, my friend just won a championship. And then it turns into, let's just go chill. And then we end up at a party. And then we end up at the Goldie's house. And then we went home. And I missed my flight. Huh? You went home at 8 a.m. Yeah, so we got home at 8. And my flight was supposed to be at 10 a.m. So I text Allie. And I tell her, I go, hey, I'm not going to make it home because uh, I'm tired a little delirious and I'm going home tomorrow. So, which you were very happy about. I was so excited. She was, she actually, you were actually more excited about me staying than when I left. 
She told me, um, stay as long as you want. I threw all your clothes out on the lawn. No, I thought you were happy. Yeah, I was happy. Oh, so you threw them? Yeah. But over the balcony. Like a party. Ah, yes, yes. So she threw all my clothes onto, over the balcony onto the grass patch we have outside in celebration that I was staying another day. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, but then, you know, I, I got home the next day. Um, and yeah, that was my that was my Mexico experience. And that was really, really cool. And. Yeah. I'm just I'm again, I'm just super excited. That Pablo won and super excited and very fortunate again that I was able to be a part of that. Now transitioning to something a lot different, which I wanted to talk about. Do you guys know who Yvette Nicole Brown is? If you guys don't know who she is, if you, if you IMDB or even Google her name, I'm already getting emotional. Uh, man, I didn't think, <laughs> oh, sorry guys. I didn't think it was gonna, um, hit me like that. All right, cool. Here we go. Um, okay. So in a vet, Nicole Brown, I met, I met, uh, Yvette through my friend Tone Bell, which he's a comedian and actor. He was doing a show. Oh, thank you. He was doing a show to help one of his friends, uh, Brent, get ready for his special. This was, what, five, six years ago, maybe? And Yvette came out to the show, and Tone goes, oh, hey, this is my buddy Jesse. You know the joke about Chase Bank? And she goes, yeah. He goes, this is Jesse from the joke. They, that's him. And I went, hey, what's up? Me and her start talking, and I think we talked for about an hour or two, eh, maybe close, closer to two hours. Just about any and everything. We just it start, We just started talking as if when you when you haven't seen a friend in a long time, and then you you just pick up where you left off. That's what it felt like. She was talking. I was talking. It, it just it just flowed. It was great. And then some sometime towards the end of the of the interaction of the conversation, I told I said, Hey, by the way, I love you in community. And I rattled off a couple other things that uh, you know, I've seen her in and I was like, I love you in those shows and she's like, Oh, thank you. And I was like, Okay, now that I got that out of my system, back to our conversation. That turned into, she was like, hey, you should come visit me on set. She was on a show called The Odd Couple with Matthew Perry, Thomas Lennon. Who was the, uh, the chick from, played Big Red? Lindsay Sloan. Uh, yeah, I flirted with her a couple times. Remember that? I flirted with her one time and her husband was on set and he looked at me and I went, oopsie. At the show, the first taping I went to, 
I met Yvette's mom. And Fran was the sweetest person you were you were ever gonna meet. From from the moment I met her, um, I mean, she gave me a hug, and she was she was amazing. Every single time I went to the show, she would, you know, she'd have she'd have the seat because we sat. Um, I'd sit on the floor with her, which if you go to taping, you have the audience and then where they film the stuff, they call that the floor. So I was sitting on the floor uh, with Fran, with Yvette's mom. And, you know, you have where the cameras are and then we're off to a side where we have our own screens and, you know, we can walk back and forth to go get food and drinks and do whatever. So I was sitting there with with Fran and every time, every time I would go, I mean, I, th I think I missed a couple, I mean, I missed a couple episodes and every time I would miss an episode, she's like, hey, what happened? Why did you come? I was waiting for you and you didn't even tell me you weren't going to come. <laughs> and one time I told, Fran loved, loved, loved bingo. She loved bingo so much. And I told her one time, I said, hey, Fran, I'll go with you. And Yvette tells me, she's like, don't tell my mom that because she's going to make you go with her. And I said, yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't, I've never played bingo as an adult. I've only played bingo, you know, as a kid. And I thought, yeah, you know, whatever. In my head, I'm thinking like, okay, you go play for like an hour or something. And Yvette goes, oh, no, this thing's like a five-hour event. You have to be ready. I was like, whoa, fuck. Okay, cool. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll do it. So I remember the first time I went with her, I went and she had all kinds of snacks for us. She brought me, you know, she was like, I got water. I got soda. I got this. I got that. Whatever you need. And then she had these, what do they call them? Uh, Dappers, doppers, dabbers. I think dabbers. I think they're called dabbers. She gave me one. She goes, here, this is yours from now on to take with you. And in the, in the bingo hall, there's, you know, they sell some food and they sell some drinks also. So it's not like, you know, if you don't bring your stuff, you're asked out. But she was just trying to think we're going to be there for a while. Because I think, I think I picked Fran up just before six and then we got to the bingo hall like at six and i think at that point we missed like one game and we ended up leaving i think it ended at 12 or 12 30 i got home super late but it, it was it was so much fun and i believe i went with her maybe two or three times after that and then one time we took we took Allie. Same thing. We went, oh, she went, uh, we went to KFC before when I first went. She said, oh, there's these little sandwiches for like a dollar or two. It's like, we'll get some of those and we'll take those so we have something to eat. She was very, very prepared. And 
I remember Yvette telling me, you know, she goes, she says, you know, thank, thank you. Thank you for going with my mom. I appreciate it. And I said, you know, I had, I had a blast. If <laughs> I goes, you did. And I went, yeah, man, your mom is, your mom is amazing. Like she's, she's just really cool to hang out with and just so easy to talk to. And it was, I, I wish, I wish I would have done that more. And, uh, It was a great experience that I always, I always hold with me. I'll take it with me. And the reason why I'm telling you guys this is because the day I left for the game to Mexico City, I'm up in San Fran, and I think it was like 8 o'clock in the morning. I had just eaten something. I get to a gate. I'm charging my phone. Pull up my Instagram and I see Yvette's Instagram. And she says her mom passed away. And I went, what? I didn't, I didn't even know she was sick. And I just, I sat there. I sat there in shock for like 10 minutes. Just, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I was just, for some reason, I thought it was a, like, not a joke. I just, I didn't think it was real. So then I text Allie. I called Allie. Well, first I text her and I said, I think I, I don't. Yeah, I said, hey, are you awake? And then some, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes passed. And then Allie texted me and said, hey, um, like you're awake now? She said, yeah. So then I called her. And I called and I told her. Because I, I didn't, I didn't want to tell her in a text. Because, I mean, I wouldn't want somebody to tell me that in a text. And... You know, I told her, I said, uh, Mama Fran passed away. And at that moment, I was, at that moment, I was, I was confused on how, on, on, on how to feel. Because at one, at, Fran just, Fran just passed away, right? So I'm feeling super sad. But I'm going to Mexico City to go see my friend potentially win a championship, something that some players only achieve once in their lifetime. So I have this super high and super low moment, and I just, I, I just, I was like, man. I remember when I got on the flight, I was looking out the window for a while and I was, I was, 
I felt like I was having a conversation with Fran. Just kind of telling her some of the things that I wish I would have, would have, wish I would have had the opportunity to tell her. Um, you know, on the way back, I did that again. And it just, it just sucks. So if you got, if you, if any of you guys follow Yvette, she's, where is she? She's in Ireland? She's in Ireland right now filming, what is it called? Disenchanted. Disenchanted for uh, Disney. So I, I, I started thinking about Yvette because she can't come home. Like she can't. She can't leave that. So I just thought, oh my God, how hard is it to just lose your mom, your best friend, and not be able to go home? Um, so yeah, that was I was that was rough for me to process. I can't imagine what she's going through. Can't imagine what her family's going through. Um, you know, anytime somebody, you know, when a loved one passes away, it's just, it's never easy. I mean, I think, I'd, I don't know if I shared with you guys before, but my grandfather passed away a long time ago. And even now, to this day, if I talk about him, I'll start crying uh, because I miss him. But I just wanted to say something about Mama Friend because she was she was an amazing person. And the little lessons that I that I learned from her, uh, I'm always I'm always gonna uh, carry them with me. And I just felt I felt like saying something and sharing something about her, I guess that's my way of coping with her passing. Yeah, I think that's uh I think that's where I want to end it. Um Mama Fran, we love you, we miss you. And you know, just tell tell the people closest to you that you love them as much as you can every single day. Yeah, we'll talk to you uh next week. <laughs>